A quick hello, and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Pernavio G. Oh, I love this intro. I need everyone to do this from now on. Now. Yeah, it's obligatory. Well, in fact, we, we have met several times. Yes. You were incredibly kind to come on to my webinar series a year and a half ago. You were very kind to have me on. I was very honored. Oh, well, so. we polite to each no, other. No, it's true. I do. I do. I have so much fun. I was like, please, can I get on? How do I get on? This? Oh, right, brilliant. Yeah. So, well, it, it was lovely having you. We were talking about really kind of smart stuff, machine mm. learning. Uh, yes. You're really, really smart. And I loved having oh, you on. And today we're talking about something a little bit more simplistic, something easier to grasp, and something mm. probably more uh, within the grasp of marketers of everyday business people. Yep, it's something important that all marketers should do on a regular yep. basis. All marketers yes, should all do. All marketers. And the topic is how to do competitive research using Using search, search. exactly. Okay. So, so how do you do it? What's the first thing? Well, first I want to give you a little bit of a story as to why this is important. Ooh, so this that, is back you're when You're good I, at this, uh, giving context. A little bit of context, okay. hopefully it can help. So this is back when I was agency side in my previous life. And, and now you work at Microsoft. Now I work at Microsoft, so now I'm publisher side. But so agency side, when I had a client, they were a car dealership in a, in a town in America. Okay. And they were doing incredibly well. Like their offer was, we will match the lowest price and we'll give you $500 cash. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really good deal, right? Any, anybody <laughs> would want to be like, yes, I want to buy the car. But then over a period of time, we noticed performance dipping, like click-through rate was down, all oh, our wow. CPAs were going up. And we're like, what's going on? Cost per acquisition was going up. We're like, what's going on? And we racked our brains trying to look within the account. We like yeah. tore accounts apart and we're like, what's going on? And then we realized it's not me. It's the it's you, the competitor. It's not me, it's, it's not you. Me, this it's sounds you. like a yeah, breakup. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the competitors had cottoned on to this uh, great offer and they were matching it. So we were no longer unique. We weren't standing out. And so our performance changed yeah. because yeah. of nothing we did. It was because of market forces around us. I think that's brilliant. Sorry, because yeah. I find, um, I think you, me, we all tend to kind of look at these things and think, what am I doing wrong? What could I do better? Yes. And, and we, we fail to look at the fact that the, we're, we might be losing market share, we might be losing clicks, we might mm. be losing sales because the competitors just done something brilliant. Yes. Or just done the same thing as us. Or there's a new competitor that came in, oh, or there's new indirect competitors. Like very often, sometimes, like a, what if a pet insurance company is bidding on pet toys and you're a pet toy seller? Now, suddenly, they're not exactly a competitor of yours, but now they're bidding on the same keywords. So okay. all of these people can come in and impact your price you pay in the auction, but you can use the learnings from this, not just for paid search. You can take it and use it on social. You can use it for SEO. You can use it yeah. to build landing pages. Uh, oh, that, that's really sorry. That's a really important yeah. point because when you're looking at your competitors, they're not just competing with you in search. They're competing on every platform. They're going to be a brand yes. that's present on social, on paid, mm -hmm. on uh, on search, p potentially on Amazon as well. Yeah. And so as, as soon as you start looking at your competitors, and I think this is my big thing for this year, is it's a global marketing strategy. So you have to look at every platform that Absolutely. they're going to be present but you've got this amazing technique for figuring out what they're doing and who they are through searching their brand name. 
Yeah, so it, there's oh, two steps. Bank. Yeah, I can well, search for anyone. There's, there's two steps to this. The first one is you really want to identify who is the right competitor to go after. All because right. very often if you work with a the client, then they'll have their competitors that, you know, they feel extra strongly about these, yes. like this this competitor I have a vendetta against. And and it, I, yeah, it's often emotional, isn't <laughs> it? Yes, it's emotional. But then they might not be the right competitor to who's stealing their business in the SERPs. We want to go after and look at the people where the same audience is doing searches. What are they seeing? Those are really the competitors who are in the auction. So there's a tool with both Google and Microsoft ads have this. It's called Auction Insights. It's completely free. It's embedded within the UI for PPCs. So if you're not a PPC, ask your PPC colleagues to see if they can give you some insights into the Auction Insights report. Can I ask a question? Yes. Sorry, is, is it then worth thinking, actually, I could just set up a paid campaign, a paid advertising campaign, just to get these insights? It might cost me a little bit of money to set it up. Is that worth it, or, or am I? Uh, yeah, it could. Trying? It could work. You could put it for your biggest keywords for it, or your yeah, put your most in, uh, the keywords you really want to get all the in-depth research on. Oh. I would say it's worth it. And, and a quick thing about that. I mean, keywords or, or user queries, yeah. search queries. I prefer to say, it's those that have some kind of explicit intent. Ranking or bidding for something like paint doesn't make any sense. Ranking or bidding for uh, buy paint in Oklahoma. That's worth. Well, I, it depends. You could bid on just paint if it's a remarketing campaign. If somebody's already been to your website before, okay. they've already shown some intent. So you want to go broader with the keywords so you show up more often. Okay. But yeah, if I was starting, a, you know, if my campaign was like purely like conversion focused, then the lower funnel, which would be less volume but would convert better, would be the one to go. Okay. So yeah, so either of these, you can even set up auction inside just for your brand name because it's very interesting to see who's bidding on against you in your brand terms yeah. well, as people well. People hate that, don't they? I mean, having they, somebody bidding on your brand name is kind of scary. It feels like they're encroaching on your property. Uh, yeah, a little bit, right? But then I can, I would also want to compete on my, you know, I can see from both sides. Like, yeah. I don't want them to compete on mine, but I want them to compete on my competitors. But sadly, it doesn't that, work that way. Yeah, it's, it's kind of human, isn't world. it? Yeah. Uh, so if you go into Auction Inside Report, you will see, there's a couple of things you'll see that one, I think that could apply to all marketers is this, um, it's the outranking share, and then it is the... Ooh, I always wondered what that meant. It's how many times your competitors outrank you. Okay. And then there's, then you can look at the impression share, you can look at the uh, overlap rate. The overlap rate is very interesting. Sorry, just to come back to the outranking share. Yes. If, if, if they, if, sorry, if my competitor has an outranking share of 30%, it means that coming up ahead of me three times out of, of the time. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. And, 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 and I, can push my, I can push up my bids or whatever to get Reduce that. Exactly. So okay. you'll see, get an idea of how competitive you are. So if, you're, if your outranking rate is very high, then you're outranking everybody and you're in a good place. Yeah. But then if others are doing better than you, then you want to be careful. But an overlap rate also helps. Okay. Overlap is when you're showing up and your competitors are showing up. So how often do you okay. overlap in the same auction? And that also tells you who are the biggest competitors. So once you identify a couple of these people, then, then you can just go in and just do simple searches, like literal searches, and then you can go and get tons of insights. So the first one is... Oh, sorry, just, just, I, I know yeah. this is really obvious, but I think it's good to say. You now know where they're focusing. So when you search, you can look at what they're doing on that 
term. You can get insights Perfect. into them. So let's say if I have picked a term. So let's say if I'm a language learning company yep. and I want to focus on You've selling. You've got loads of different types of examples. You've had <laughs> cars, pets, and language companies. You want to appeal to everyone. So there's some, everyone should be like, this something for me. But I, I also worked for a language learning company back before. So that okay. was sort of in my head. But so let's say if I wanted to focus on like learning French and I was promoting my French courses. So then I, would, I could run auction insights just for learn French as my keyword. Okay. And then I could see who's showing up for that. So once I'd identified the people, so I'm like, okay, uh, company XYZ, company ABC, company uh, other one uh, are competing XYZ. with me. XYZ are competing <laughs> with me. So I want to go and analyze their ads and how they're yes. positioning themselves on their landing okay. page. So I could just do simple searches for my keywords and I could analyze. Like you want to analyze four areas. The first one is how are they positioning themselves? Yep. Uh, what's their value prop? Is it like USB? Is it like price? Is it a discount? Are they going for something else? Yeah. So, so when I was looking to, for examples, my presentation, I just pulled up a, a search for Rome cruises, like cruises to Rome, because, you know, I was really desperate to for a holiday at that time. <laughs> that's, that's the fifth topic you've picked in, in less than five or oh, ten minutes. Yeah. Brilliant. So, so then I was looking at two ads in the same auction. The two ads are so different. The oh, one right. ad was talking about, you know, uh, this is our ocean liner. These are, our, you know, we have no casinos, no kids. The, this is all about our ships. Like, come look at our boats. And they're all talking about the experience on board. Yeah. The other ad was talking about the location. They were like, oh, you know, delve into the culture, like stroll around the streets of Positano, and like all of that. So these. Oh, so they were selling. Hang on, they were selling a, cra a cruise on on the on land. Experience. They were, yes, exactly. Wow, wow, it was, oh, well, they, they also mentioned some of the book. like it was yeah, lower in the ad was like mid-sized ships and all of that. But that but focus the, is incredibly different. So different in the same auction. So now you can get insights. Like, all right, so then if I go and look at other materials from that competitor, I can see like they're all building the dream. They're making they're painting the picture. So that's a, you know, that you get ideas for what to build to test. So that's with that. The second thing you want to look at is the structure of the ad or what they're seeking as a conversion. What's the call to action? Okay. Are they going with the micro-conversions? Are they going for, like, you know, call to learn more, download the white paper? Or that's are they really... That's a micro-conversion. That's more of a micro-conversion because it's not the main goal. Like, the main okay. goal might be the sale. But before you can oh. get the big sale, okay. you can do something so smaller So I was thinking it was callers and then we can heavy sell you, so it's... You, that could also be, like, call us now for more information or request a demo, right? Isn't yep, that always yep, the yep, code yep, yep. that the sales guy's going to call you? <laughs> so, <laughs> so you could do that. That would be, like, the micro-conversion is get the phone call and then yeah. the, the a human can okay. convert. So that's interesting to see because what they're trying to do or like download the app and learn more. You get insights into what your competitors are really driving yeah, okay. towards because that might work. And then the third one is again just the structure of the ad. Are they using ad extensions? So this is mainly for PPCs, but I also like to look at like are they focusing on ratings? Are they focusing on price point? Like what are they what ad extensions are they using? Are they using longer ads or shorter ads? And this is really interesting. Like I was uh, at a couple of events and I'm, I'm hearing this come up from yeah. different clients I visit or different events, but shorter ads versus longer ads. And that's, uh, you know, what okay. works better. So this is a new, really interesting. Yeah, well, I'm kind of curious about that. But is it not true that if you do a shorter description, then Bing or, or, or Google can add loads and loads of uh, site link extensions and yeah. others. So they can actually make it, uh, what, what call out extensions, they can actually make the ad bigger so you don't necessarily need a long description. 
Well, we normally say like use as much as you need to to be convincing, and then okay. there's all the other elements that you can add. And usually, the higher the position, they will add more extensions. But so oh, well, on. I'll, so, I'll yeah. tell you what I love as a sorry, Mark, one yeah, of my favorite please. my favorite quotes, which is probably misquote, is Mark Twain, who said, "If I'd had more time, I would have written less." <laughs> and yes. I love that. And you're saying actually, when I look at stuff I write, if yeah. I sit down and think about it, I can usually cut out at mm -hmm. least a third of it and still have the same message. And it's more effective, more efficient, and it, it, it's more powerful. There you go. More effective, more efficient, uh, yes. and more powerful. I 100% agree. It's so much harder to write. Like if somebody's like, oh, it's only 600 words. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me write 2,000. I can churn that out faster than yeah. like the 600 well worded. No, that's a great quote. So these are the three areas that really apply to the ads and searches. But the fourth one, which is okay. such an easy, easy tip that everyone can do. <laughs> you, you, look, you look pained by the fact I that people it. don't people see don't it. People don't do this. <laughs> but you should do it more. It's like, you know, you always pay attention to your reviews and testimonials. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Go oh. look at your customers, your com competitors' reviews. Go and read what are people saying about them, their reviews Genius. online and feedback, and then you'll know what are people what are pain points about them, so you can use that as a USP, set yourself apart. Like, did you see the whole Burger King campaign, which was so clever, they showed the, the moldy burger? And you know, they sort of did that, it's sort of... Oh, I, I, hang on, they, they showed a moldy burger they to should, say... Because they're talking about how they have no preservatives, whereas maybe some of their competitors have been dinged in the past for having a lot of preservatives and their food doesn't go Brilliant. bad. Okay. So, there was so some, they show it and they say, ours will, never, ours will look like this after a day. It, after 30 days, so they show, they show the ad, like the, they show they have a burger freshly made and they show it a time-lapse over like, 30 days and it shows it gets completely moldy. I'm like, that's genius advertising in yeah, the first just, place. Just don't I mean, forget your burger in a box behind yeah. the, the fridge and then come but home like, drunk we, one night. Yeah, this is the joy of no preservatives, which I love that because yeah. it sort of reinforces And what the they've fact done that. is looked at the pain points of, that their competitors have And then having. just put it in their commercial, right? So exactly. So if you can do that, if you understand the pain points uh, in the competitors and if you understand what people love about the competitors, you can use that to your advantage and mention it in your ad. If I can give you one more diverse you can, you can give me. Oh, I was, oh, we're, gonna, we're, we're on six. You know, six two now. hands. I was. I did a search for like online MBA, for example, and there's tons of different. Gennaro Quafano. What's that, sir? He's got a thing called Four Week MBA, and it's an online course about uh, business studies. Oh, fantastic! And it's brilliant. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm doing the plug for my friend. Yeah, I love it. Everyone, check that out. I'm really interested. I'm Gennaro check it out. Quafano, Four Week MBA. The guy is absolutely brilliant. Perfect. Oh, you know what he does? Sorry, just mm -hmm. before you finish. Yes, please. He looks at the financial statements of companies like mm -hmm. Microsoft and Google and Adobe and so and he analyzes what their business model is and how it functions. Isn't that a wet That's wow. genius. Ooh, it is, it's really Yeah, cool. I really want to do it now. I mean, I was just looking at that example <laughs> to find a different example to try to cover different verticals, but you're, you're, yeah, you're now, I'm like, now I'm like, maybe I want to do an MBA now. You've convinced me. You're my favorite guest because you're managing to, to spread us out onto six different topics. Well, it's true. It's something for everyone. Yeah. So if I looked at that, so I looked at this ad and it was genius. The ad said it twice. Like, um, you know, the tuition doesn't raise, like the tuition is the same consistently because there are some programs where the tuition goes up every semester. What's the tuition? So the, the, oh, the tuition. Fees, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay, accents. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> tuition. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you were telling me earlier on that you have. Four I know, I have to speak like English and from like, Indian English, there's American English, or British English. Like, I am tired of learning more English. And I just like, made it worse, I'm sorry. No, okay, no, anyway, no, it's totally finish. fine. Thank you. Finish your. Doing yeah, that. So, so, the tuition so fees go don't, up. Right, yes, they, uh, it doesn't go up for this oh. program. So, they're like, you know, our, the tuition never changes, it stays flat, all of that. And so then they, they're overcoming a pain point that competitors have. Have. Mm. And then the ad, the rest of the ad really talks about how it 
go up in your career, get the career of your dreams, and it's classes for busy adults, you can fit it in. So they're really understanding what people want, and they put it in one ad, which I thought was such a good ad. It stood out. It wasn't the topmost ad, but it was like third or fourth down, and it still stood yeah. out to me so much because it was good messaging. And, and to digress a little bit in, in, in advertising, yeah. in, in Google ads or Bing ads, uh, you don't necessarily... Microsoft advertising now. Oh, we changed me. it. That's okay. We've Microsoft updated our brand. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to be number one because, I mean, if you're number three, but your message is much stronger, you get a cheaper cost per click, lower cost per acquisition, Yeah. because people will be attracted to it because it's different and because it touches those pain points. So if you can make incredible, sorry, here we go. If you can make incredibly good ad copy for your Microsoft ads <laughs> or Google ads, then you can actually win the game by not ranking first because it's costing you less for the click. Exactly. You, you just get out about worrying about your average position. You just know that your messaging uh, is so compelling that you can still get more clicks without necessarily having to yeah. like, pay for positioning. But again, um, yeah, average position is something that we're deprecating. Google has, we're not going to report on it anymore. Okay. So we're just looking at different metrics because if you, not to get super technical, but if you layer on different audiences, then it's like a smaller pool. So I can have a remarketing audience, for example, on top of it. And then uh, my position might be different for them versus okay, somebody who's right, not an okay. audience. So. But I mean, average position average is, can, yeah, can, can be very misleading. Uh, you think, oh, I've, I've only got three. But in fact, for clients, oh, that's, sorry, just occurred yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah. If I've got an average position in my for my keyword or my search query of three, it might well be that I'm four for clients or people who are searching who are not necessarily interested in what I've got to offer, but number one for those that really are. So I'm misrepresenting or am I making this it up? It varies so much okay. what determines the position anyway. So like I wouldn't speculate on just that one. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I allow myself to speculate. No, that's okay. It's, it's my fine. show yes. and I'm allowed to speculate as Please much as I Please speculate. Like. I'm just like, I would not be... Okay. Able to speculate. So, so to, yeah. to, to, wrap, to wrap this up, I mean, we, we've, we've gone through the thing of saying, basically you're saying just look at your competitors. Yes. Think about what they're doing. Think about what you can do better, what they're doing wrong, and communicate to, uh, is it your mutual audience? Communicate to the mutual audience. Yeah, exactly, because you're going after the same people, but I can now take that info. So if I've understood, like, this is how they want to position themselves. These are the yeah. seasonal sales that they're offering. This is how they're driving people's traffic. Now I understand what I need to do to set myself apart from them. And again, now I can feed it into my landing page. I can feed it into social media messaging. I can put it across different channels. Yeah. And that info is not only for PPC. You can take PPC and then take that info Apply and spread it, it everywhere. All the different yeah. channels. My former manager had a say, has a saying, so you can peanut butter it, which means just spread it around. So yeah, you can peanut butter it. I really can end with that because you can peanut butter it is an amazing quote for the end it's of the show. This is from Leticia, so yes. <laughs> A oh. quick goodbye and it's good to go. Oh, thank, thank you, Perna. Thank you. Oh my gosh, I need checks and thinking for me all the time. <laughs> thank you thank very you. much. Thank you. Bye.